Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast, episode number 26. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And I am very excited to come back in front of the microphone again, Stephanie. I don't know what else I was going to say there, but <laughs> well, you know I'm just going to start the show. I know, I, I know, and and like I so didn't know what was going on. I I didn't either. So I'll tell you, why don't we start over? You do it. I can't. It's done. It's done. All it's right. gone. Well, welcome everybody to this greatest anatomy fan thing. Absolutely, that we do. I'm I'm excited. This was a good episode. It was a very good episode. And the problem with it being such a good episode is that I was so into it that I barely took any notes. What? But I have mental notes. Uh, mental notes scare me because there's nothing. Kind of, what if you pass Even. out? Hold on. <laughs> what if you pass out on the floor and I would not be able to continue the show without you? Well, hopefully you would pause and, and like make sure I was okay. <laughs> But you know, I'm sure I would. The I'm show sure must go on. So. The show must go on. <laughs> so we're gonna we're just gonna cross our we fingers and are. hope that Stephanie does not pass out during this show because the whole show is in her head. It's all in my head. Absolutely. That's probably um, why I actually started the show because there was no notes to say otherwise. Maybe so. Maybe. But you gave up the note taking process. I did. So you must rely on me. I will rely on you. We are going to um, discuss this evening. Season four, episode four, Heart of the Matter. All right. Okay. Which is a really good song. I, I like that. Is that a Sting song? I don't know. Then how do you, how can you say it's a good song if but you don't just, know it? It's just kind of. Oh, now you're going to make me go Google it. Oh, go Google it. Whatever. Heart of um, the Matter. So we should say lyrics. that. We, we should say that this is being recorded. Don Henley from the that's Eagles. Who, that's who it is. I knew it wasn't. Ah. I knew it wasn't Sting, but um, Don Henley. I love Don Henley, by the way. Yeah, Don I, Henley. I, 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 I really love the like, sound of the Eagles all together. They just. I do too. I love the Eagles. I listen to them quite frequently on on my iPod. And um, anyway, so I was saying that this is being recorded in front of um, a live internet audience. <coughs> There he is. Okay. Just had you found someone. That's an acoustic version. I've never heard that. I haven't either. So anyway, anyway we're go gonna ahead. we're gonna keep going here. I'm sorry. Was I distracted once <laughs> so again? So totally distracted. I'm so excited um, though, Stephanie. I found out that I don't have cancer today. That's pretty exciting. But you weren't really like worried about it to begin with, so it's kind of like. Well, the, I hadn't. That's what's weird, and and I apologize if that just seemed out of the blue. Uh, some folks out there follow our twitters and stuff like that, and and stuff. But it secretly somewhere in the back of my mind, I was a little worried about the fact that I might have cancer. Um, but it, it it was almost that you know, well, if I have cancer, so would I die. <laughs> No, it wasn't like that. Oh my god! No, seriously, because okay, everybody knows that if you've listened to Cliff and Stephanie a lot um, and for a long time, you know that I share things quite openly, and and this is a very difficult thing to share. But this, if if there's any podcast that would be appropriate to share 
Um, some of this stuff, it, I mean, Grey's Anatomy really brings out the, I mean, broken hoo-hahs and everything. Well, actually, that broken, was private practice. But anyway, this audience can handle yeah. some of that. Uh, th- there are statistics that say that TC, which is testicular cancer. Oh, uh, my gosh. Is something that is very uh, is like the I think the second leading killer or whatever of men between the ages of 24 and 34 or something like that. Okay. And I had had well, noticed, come January you should be fine because you're going to turn 35. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, then I'm okay. Then you're okay. So the thing is, is I had noticed that there had been lumps, and okay. I went to the doctor a long time ago, like about two years ago, and they said, you know, it's probably nothing to worry about, but the lumps got bigger. And well, welcome to the diagnosis, Cliff. Podcast. Well, if anybody wants to know why Cliff hates to watch dr- medical dramas, because they per- they 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 induce fear, they and, do. and worry, and you're quite the hypochondriac anyway. I, well, and so. it's because there are you know. So I went to the doctor a long time ago, and they said it's pro- it, it's nothing to worry about. It, it's it's this thing called sp- spermatocytes. So, so anyway, they got larger. You got more concerned. You went to the doctor. You had an ultrasound, and boom, there we have it. You don't have cancer. Yes, and 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 the. Do public- you see how I just shared that story in like under ten words, and you're still wanting to go back? And well, okay, I'll just end it with a public ser- service announcement. <laughs> there needs to be more men that goes into the field of radiology. Enough said. Okay, <laughs> that that's fine. You can you can say that. Um. <laughs> So back to the show. Back to the show. Back to the show. Heart of the Matter. Yeah. Which was a really good episode title. Why? For this episode. Why was it a good episode title? It just fit. Everybody is dealing with matters of the heart. Yeah, I don't get it. You don't get it? No. I, I Matter of fact, I think it's a... I, in fact, I've heard Shonda Rhimes say that it's probably the worst decision they've ever made to name every episode after a song. Probably, and I, but... And I don't think that... I don't think this half the titles of these things just aren't really jiving for me. Well, anyway, maybe it's just because <laughs> I like Don Henley. I, I don't know. Don Henley it, rocks. It could be all about Don Henley. You know, they, they could have played some Who Don I couldn't Henley. Even remember before you googled him. <laughs> <laughs> I really like him. Well, I do. I just anyway, don't laugh at me because I will so kick you out of this room. I know how to produce my own podcast now. I know you do. Don't think that you're not expendable anymore. Oh my god! This is just like Lost. <laughs> Everybody's expendable. <laughs> That's hilarious. Even you, babe. All right. So pick a character. Any character. Uh, Karev. Okay. Alex was a little bit bitter after he found out that Izzy slept with George. I like the phrase, and then you told me like one of your, what was it, sissy girlfriends? Like, like I was one of your... Um, chick, chick chick girlfriends. Chick one girlfriends. Your, yeah, your chick friends. Which she did. That was really kind of... I mean, they had a relationship. That was really kind of... Yeah, that was one of those things where it, it just shows the immaturity level of of the, of the characters right. of this show. That, that they're really just... They don't process they how don't to do really, relationships they don't. and friendships. Well, they've, and, been, they've been tied to textbooks for, you know, years. Gotcha. But, um, but yeah, it really shows the immaturity, but... But Alex kind of asked for it. I mean, he really wanted to know what what Callie's beef with with Izzy was. I mean, he he really wanted to know, so he kind of asked for it. He did ask, but she could have just said, you know, listen, I'm not going to tell you. Well, but that's but, not Izzy's style. Well, yeah, that's true. So anyway, he's a little bitter, and then he says, maybe they just realized they're fighting over nothing. 
Yeah, that was a he pretty big really stinger. Has, he really has a problem with George. Well, I think for rightful, for rightfully so. I mean, George is kind of a Weasley little character in this episode, and actually in this show. Mm-hmm. He's become a wishy-washy little weasel guy. But I, this all goes back to um, Alex's deal with George all goes back to the elevator from season one. When he had just, Alex had just gotten oh, the, his, yeah. his, his, um, his score, he had failed an exam. And so he was totally freaking out if he didn't take it and pass it or, or his boards. Anyway, if he didn't take it and pass it, he wasn't going to be a doctor anymore. And so he totally froze in the elevator. Do you remember? And, and Preston talked to George through the procedure and he yes. became, that was like his one shining moment. Yes. Everything from there has been downhill. Alex hates George. Yeah. I forgot about that. See, that's why I bring you into this show as my co-host. <laughs> Good try. <laughs> Good try. Okay, that's really all I got about Alex. He, He's really hard. He needs to some... shave. No, he doesn't. Wh- he does. He doesn't. He needs a haircut. No, you need a haircut. <laughs> I know. But I his need. looks really good. So maybe people are remembering back to like <laughs> Sorry. four weeks ago when this show came on and I told you you needed a haircut. <laughs> I still haven't got a haircut. <laughs> Anyway, so he's really still harboring some serious uh, Rebecca issues. Yeah, and uh, he obviously is, but at the same time, I think he's still kind of interested in. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think it's Rebecca. Okay. So the whole, you know, he's kind of super sensitive guy comes out a little bit in the end of the episode when he brings in the tissues and. And then he so tries to cover it over with. Can you keep it down? Yeah, keep it down a little. And I love that scene because in that scene you see that you see the deeper side of Alex where he really is a compassionate person. I know, and I and like And you Eric. see the facade that he wants to keep up with. I like Alex. He, he's I do too. Yeah, he's 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 got a dynamic character. The facial hair is totally hot. No, his, he looks <laughs> he, he looks weird with the facial no, hair. No, he looks like a grown up. I liked him better when he was in the wedding planner. Didn't he have some facial hair in that one? I don't think so. His hair was darker. His hair was a lot darker. It was. Yes. Maximo. Mehimo. Maximo. All right. So anyway. So pick another character. Pick another character. Izzy. I still like her. Izzy. I don't know what's... Why do I like her? Totally awesome haircut. Eh. I think she... Yeah. Okay. I liked it. I'm sure... I like the layers. There was a... Frames her face. There was there listen to you. There were a couple there were a couple scenes in the beginning of the episode it was fixed really nice and looked pretty decent. Later in the episode Well she had handed mo- in a ponytail for a procedure and the cap yeah. over top of it. She had eh, she okay. had cap hair, you know. I, it, yeah, she looked fine. She had doctor hair. She looked fine. I liked it though. It, 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 it'll grow on me. But I, I mean the It'll sh- grow on her too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. So uh <laughs> kinda like yours. So anyway, um, without the gray spots, yeah. <laughs> um, Izzy, Izzy, totally lost my train of thought. I know. Where's those notes at in the head? I'm I'm downloading them. <laughs> they're download. They're printing now. Here they come. So anyway, um, she's sorry. She's sorry. She's sorry. Izzy. Yeah, she said, "I'm sorry. I'm I'm really sorry." But is she really sorry? I don't think so. Or is I she mean, just... she's sorry that she got caught. Right. 
She's sorry that this is very difficult on herself. She's sorry that, yeah, I, I think she's very selfish and and her motivations are completely out of the place. And if anything, I think Callie gave her a piece of her mind and I think she deserved every single bit of it. Oh, I did and too. And I also I believe that she deserved every word that Alex also said to her. Mm-hmm. I, I, mean, I, I do too. By I'm- golly, listen here. The, the guy is married, you know? Of course, George is just, I mean, he's just, he's, as, he's just as much to yeah. blame. The two of those folks should not be out there drinking heavily together and hanging out. And and I have a real issue. I have a real issue with a married man, with a married man have, hanging out and having a f- best friend or even a friend that that's close that's a female. I have right. a real issue with that. Because absolutely, you know, it, it it's just not right. Well, absolutely, I have a, I'd have a, I've, I'd have a real issue if a married man has a secretary that's a female and they work after hours, at, you know, after the you know they just are in the same right. office together after everybody else leaves. Well, here's the thing: the other day, even if there's no attraction, I'm sorry. Now I'm finished. Go ahead. Okay, the other day, um, I was out with McKenna. We were actually meeting you for lunch. We were at um. We were at Chipotle, and we were waiting for you, and we ran into, um, I ran into a friend of ours, who is a man, and said hello, and then he actually, like, stuck around and waited for you. Yep. But there, I'm, I was talking to him, we were sitting across the table from each other, but there was a time where I felt awkward, even being in a completely public place. Yeah. With a man who is not my husband, with my husband not present. Yes. And then you came and everything was fine. <laughs> no, I, I totally get that. And, you know, and I think that that... So, I think that, you know, there, in a public place where it's by chance and in the scenario that that is, absolutely. absolutely. Right. I'm not I saying that, that I was wrong or no, I did anything no. wrong, but there was a moment where I felt awkward. This is a little weird. And and not only that, but, um, you know, and so, but what you, where you were was completely 100% socially acceptable. You shouldn't have to feel bad right. for the scenario right. you were under. But I would say it would be you, you should feel bad. If you ever said, okay, hey, we met at, we ran into each other at the mall and we decided to come here and have a chat because we haven't caught up for a while. Right. That's, that's wrong. That's, you know, there's a place yeah, where you cross the line. And, and, and some people may think, oh my gosh, you're so blah, 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 blah. Whatever. And that's fine. But because one of the things that, you know, I don't agree with, and if I look, I'm getting ready to go to Boston for the weekend next week. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, there are a lot of people who have offered a lot of things to help in many ways. And I am so appreciative. Uh, and not that this is a specific um, example, but if if there was a if obviously I have to pay for taxis to run back and forth to places mm-hmm. and didn't know how long far away. But if, if there was somebody that says, listen, I'm a listener and I'd love to pick you up and drive you over there and, and stuff like that. It, if that was a girl. I would not accept that offer. Right. You know, I, I would not accept that offer at all. And it's not because I'm a jealous person. No. Or I'm, it because has really nothing I'm to do about like you. the least jealous person around. But um, it's just it has, inappropriate. Right, it's inappropriate. Because it, it, it. And the moment that he got married, his relationship with Izzy became inappropriate. Became inappropriate. Exactly. So. And so therefore it wasn't. Any one action. It wasn't the alcohol. It, you know, there it was a it was a slippery slope that started to slide downward, 
And I'm not saying that getting in the car and taking a free ride, you know, an offer of a free ride is is where that has to lead. Absolutely not. No way whatsoever. Right. I would be a moron to even suggest such a thing. All I'm saying is that there is the there are all these gray areas. And 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 there's this one sermon that I had remembered. It's called the best question ever. It's not it's it's not what you never ask the question whether or not a decision is this the right decision or the wrong decision because there's not always a quick and easy answer to that hopping staying late after everybody else leaves when you're with your secretary or your assistant helping you out at night that's not wrong there's nothing wrong with that you know and then maybe two or three days later um you guys decide to go to lunch together as a you know just to go out there's not that's not wrong it's not wrong but but it's the so basically the whole thing is is a lot of not wrong answers eventually can lead to major problems right and i think that what i'm getting at is you have to ask yourself what is the wise decision based upon my past uh based upon my present my present how and based what, upon where i'm going based upon where i want to be in the future right. is this a wise decision for me and so it so when I say that you know I won't hop in a car with a female in another town that I don't know I'm not saying that, that that's a wrong thing for me to do it's perfectly normal per- perfectly okay but I'm just saying for me it's not a wise decision. Right. And I don't ever want to get in a position where something might come come up out of that. And all I'm saying is that George O'Malley and uh and um uh, what's her Izzy. name? Izzy. Uh they have made some unwise decisions. Now, having sex together, that was wrong. Right. Drinking together. That was wrong. No. That's what That's what <laughs> it I'm was. That's at. what led to the. No. I, that's what I'm saying. Drinking together. That's not wrong. There's nothing morally wrong than having a lot of drinks with your friends. Okay. Unless you consider being drunk a, a moral thing. Which right. I'm not going to go into any of that. Um, and, and you'll never hear me preach against drinking or anything like that. But all I'm saying. I know, but no, this is not way off topic. Do you think I'm off topic? No, I'm not. Okay. I, all I'm saying is that I don't think that George and Callie being friends. Okay. George and Izzy. George and Izzy. Okay. So before I said, I think I said, before I started this, I said it was a, it was wrong for them to be friends. I'm taking all you that said back. said it was inappropriate. Inappropriate. Okay. And I'm going to take that back. I'm going to say that it's not wrong and, it, and it's not inappropriate. I'm going to say it's not wise. Okay. It was a lot of unwise decisions, not a long of ro- not a lot of wrong or morally unacceptable decisions. They were a lot of unwise decisions. Okay. So I apologize for that. I had to pro- process that through my mind. It took a long time, but I think it was. So I, I think since it's we're worthwhile. talking about Izzy and 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 um and George and and Callie, let's go ahead and add George and Callie and what I have down here for them. You have something um, down. I'm sorry. Whoa, that was those were those eyes that what's her name it, Naomi had in that episode last night of Private Practice. I taught her how to do that. Whoa, that did you guys in the chat room? Did you did you feel that? Woo! So <laughs> my monitor changed colors for a minute. It did from, not from the heat. That's not funny. <laughs> so anyway, Callie says I forgive you. In the very beginning of the episode. George did not want to hear that. He didn't want to hear that. And I think that he's right to not want to hear that. Why? Because that shows no emotion. He wants her to no. be... Ang- no. Okay, go ahead. I'll let you finish. 
he wants her to be angry. He wants her to process it. He wants her to feel it. And saying, I forgive you, we took vows, that's what I'm supposed to do, just pretends like it didn't happen. And pretending like it didn't happen is wrong. I agree that for pretending like it didn't happen is wrong. And I agree that that there that there <clears throat> excuse me there needed to be anger. However, I believe that O'Malley wanted her to be angry for selfish reasons. He wanted her to be angry. He wanted her to say, "I can't believe you. I'll you know this is over. You know we're done with." And that's what he wanted. He wanted her to be angry. He wanted her to. To <coughs> in the beginning when he told her. Yes. I think that that's what he wanted. Yes. But I think by the end. That's what I'm talking about. We're talking okay. about when she said, I forgive okay. you. Okay. Right. He, he, he did. He, he was wanted upset. her. He wanted her to give him an out. Yes. And she that's didn't exactly, give it. And he was upset about that. That's all I'm but saying. But I thought that, took, that, that, that showed great courage on her part. Yes. It did. But at the same time, she has to feel that. She has she to does. go through that pain. Yes. No matter how bad it, it hurts. Yes. And um, and so then let's talk about hap- what happened at the end. Because through Izzy, I think we talked a lot about you know, the middle of, of the episode. But in the end, um, George says, you just can't forgive me. And he's very right. I mean, forgiveness, yes, okay. Someone has wronged me and I choose to forgive them. But that doesn't make it go away. That doesn't mean that I don't have to every day wake up and say, okay, I have made this decision to forgive this person and not dwell on the fact. Right. You can't just say say it and be done with it. It, it will become an everyday, an everyday decision. Right. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And, and so I, I think that George is right there in the end. And, and, and he was right. She doesn't forgive him. She just wants to move on from this. She yeah. she wants to she pretend wants to, like this never happened. She wants to pretend like it doesn't happen. She wants to have a baby so that she can save her Which marriage. Which is not going to happen. I mean, you can't save your marriage with a baby. Yeah. Well, I think they've... And hello, stress, no sleep. <laughs> causes all kinds of ugliness. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, the, th- the thing is, is I believe that um, she... I think she does want to forgive him deep down. But I, I think she's going around it, uh, going about it the wrong way. I would agree with I that. I think she really does want to forgive him. I think she really does love him. I think she's really... But he doesn't really love her. I know. I know this. And and for her to put so much energy... Forgiveness is hard. Forgiveness is hard work, especially when you've been wronged in the way that she has. <laughs> That's hard. Yeah, but it's something that she... she I, I, I believe that she does love him and she does want to forgive him, but she's going around it. She needs to confront her anger, her rage. She needs to be able to to deal with that and process it and understand that forgiveness happens over time. But forgiveness doesn't just happen by avoiding the fact that it ever happened. Right. Right. Now, the situation in the cafeteria <laughs> was a little out there. It was. You know, I'm sorry, but how did that spread that wide, that far? The interns. <laughs> well, hello, they're sitting there taking notes. Did you see them they taking were notes? Taking notes, they were, and and it clearly it it only started with um, Callie said cafeteria twelve o'clock. You know, and Izzy assumed that she wanted to kill her. I was a little upset. I was a little. You know what? Really, go ahead. What upset you? The preview for tonight. Okay. Do you know what I'm going to say? No. I was very upset about the preview by ABC tonight. 
for and and I'm downright angry about it because it was misleading. Not <clears throat> now in Lost, we are used to um, them taking clips and taking bits and pieces uh, from future ep- from the next episode and kind of reworking them in mm-hmm. such a way that they mislead you to think right. something's going to happen. Right? Yeah. Okay, I'm totally cool with that as long as you're not adding to the production to mislead people. Why? Because in the it, last night while we were watching Private Practice, okay. there was a preview for tonight. Right. They played Rocky music yeah. and they did ding ding like in the boxing ring. Right. As Which if, is as in if, reference to Izzy right. doing the whole fist thing. But the thing is, is that music and the ding ding was not a part of anywhere in this episode. No, that's part of a trailer, Cliff. Okay, never mind. It was just it it, it anyway. Okay. That 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 it's, it's, it was a personal rant. You don't okay. have to agree yeah, with me. I don't agree with you. It, it was a trailer. They it, added, it was made the trailer was made to catch your attention to make you tune in. Right. And the Rocky theme did it. Okay. Well, the they okay. So, anyway. Anyway. I just think it was cheesy that they added something that wasn't a part of the episode. As if it were a It was part of- music. It's not like they... Music is a huge part of Grey's Anatomy. I know. Anyway. What? Nothing. We're no. not going to fight about this. We, so, anyway... What's did you fighting? See, we're did having you a conversation. See, did you see the weenie You're, hiding behind... I didn't see any weenies in this episode. Didn't you see George? Yes, totally I saw the He was totally all over weenie. the episode. He was hiding. He was hiding. Little baby. What is up with him? Because didn't, didn't... Weren't we complaining two episodes ago or one episode ago... <clears throat> that in the beginning he was a little whiny puppy following her, and then he was big bold George. Only for like five minutes was he big bold George. Really? Yeah. I thought he was big bold George throughout most of the episode. No, but the, he, he like started puppy. off. He started off. I'm I'm gonna tell her. I'm gonna do this, and and by the end of the episode he's following her out with his little bag over his shoulder. You know, totally wimpy weeny puppy dog. They need to decide what kind of character he they is. They do. You know, is he I a strong agree. character? Is he the guy that hides behind I the corner? I, 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 yeah. I'll tell you what. We're done with them. I'm right. Moving right along. Well, I only have one more thing about George. Okay, go ahead. Because you're in charge. Totally puts totally puts a new um a new um <coughs> a new crash cart. Did you see him? He totally crashed into the anyway. I thought he puts a no a whole new meaning to to the word crash cart uh, when he ran. You don't get it. Yeah, I get it. Anyway, it was funny to me <laughs> when I was watching the show. It gave me a good laugh. I liked seeing him run into the cart and fall to the ground. Anyway, I enjoyed it. So can I talk about my new favorite? Your new hate. I, Go ahead. Uh, number two. I'm just gonna call her number two. Because Izzy was number one, my number. She was Your my first hate. She was my first hate, and I can get around to. I'm, I'm kind of getting over the whole thing. So Izzy. Okay. So, but I wonder if your first hate is like your first love. You never forget your first love. I, I never forget my first hate. Uh, <coughs> although, although, <laughs> although I was waiting for some kind of crack joke. You know, it's like, well, she breaks bones for a living, yeah. or she she knows how to break bones. Blah blah blah. All that, or she breaks bones. She mm-hmm. she does. She can do everything. Blah blah blah. What are you at? I, get, I pull cables. I, you know, there's something like <laughs> I that. I cut wires. I cut wires. Okay, go so ahead. So anyway, I forgot what I was going to say. But anyway, I do not like Christina Yang. She's not a good teacher. She is She is a horrible resident. 
She is a horrible resident. She does, and of course they're writing her to, to so that right. you don't like her. But she is a snotty, arrogant little snot. I, and I'm <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. And that's as, about as mean as I'm going to get there. You know, I'm I'm about as bad as cur- at cursing as uh well, Meredith is at cu- or yelling. But all I want to say is that what did I want to say? I, I wanted to say something, but I got so tied up in all the things I wanted to say but didn't say. She's not a good teacher. She's, she's not, arrogant. She's not nice. Oh, she's, she's trying to be. You said, she. guess who's the new Nazi or something you like said that. You said that. Or somebody. In, or no, no. Oh, ev- yeah. They said it in the episode. In the episode. The new Nazi. Like, oh, I have that written down. Yeah, the new Nazi. No, she's not the new Nazi. She's not because Bailey Mar- has a. Con- yeah. Ba- Bailey did it to teach. She was really concerned about teaching. Christine and Yang's all about get these stupid interns out of here. What do I have to put? Blah blah. blah. It's like, Didn't she remember that she was just there last year? It. Ah, oh, she got you know, on my nerves. Like four weeks ago, wasn't she? I. I'm done with. I'm done with Christina Yang. Oh, get over it, Cliff. All right. Okay. So who's left? Yeah. Meredith's who is left? left. Meredith. Do Meredith. we want to talk about Meredith? Well, she. The girl needs to get some longs. You think? Yeah. I, I kind of like her little. Squeaky yelling. Yeah. I mean. Where have you been? What's his name? Norman. Norman. Norman, where have you been? (laughs) Your yelling's getting better. When were you going to tell me this, Harley? Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I liked how she accepted responsibility. Yeah. I'm the resident. You know, write me up. I should have checked. I should have double checked. Mark Sloan even said, listen, that's stupid, but admirable. Yeah. I agree. It's, It's kind of stupid. But um, I think that, that was a cool story, and and I did did I or did I not call it? And of course, who couldn't call that? You yeah. know, the, <laughs> they tell the lady who she came in just die. to have some moles removed. By the way, if you're gonna have moles removed, who goes to the hospital to yeah, have moles removed? They must be pretty is, bad. Isn't that like an outpatient thing? Well, I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. I get. Well, it could I'm, still be outpatient. I mean, you, you surgery? can still have outpatient surgery. Okay. Yeah. Still have to be. You know. You're right. I had a tumor removed off my back. It was outpatient surgery, but I yeah. still had to go to the hospital and have Will anesthesia. We quit bringing up your outside medical stuff in the show. That is the first people, time people don't want to hear about your medical problems, Stephanie. Mine was on my shoulder. Okay, <laughs> my shoulder. Let's talk about medical issues. Oh man. And mine was like the size of your head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness oh man so where were we left a pretty cool scar too it did <laughs> totally rocking awesome babe my kids ask me about it every summer when i you know wear shirts where they could see it and... oh, anyway well that was the first yawn of the evening it could still be could outpatient surgery to okay. have to have moles removed so totally but called a, the fact that yeah. she was there for, to get moles that removed. That was a little obvious that then, she wasn't the one dying. Well, no, 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 oh, no. Oh, what? No, I, I, I totally got that. I'm oh, like, what? I totally thought they did it. But as soon as they found out it was the mistake, I to- oh. what I totally called. Was that called. she went out and she's quit gone. a job. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, dude, she's out of here. She's, she's, out, she's li- out living she's life. life. <laughs> right. She's got a life to live. Well, they've written that in the show several times. Yeah. That, that's what but, their dying patients do. Right. And so I, I, I was like... She so she comes back and she tells him like I quit my job and I broke up with this horrible boyfriend. I gave and bought a one way ticket. You know, by golly, I was I was hoping they wouldn't tell her. 
You know? Yeah. Let the woman go live. Well, she is going to go live in this nice new four-bedroom, three-bath house that the hospital bought her. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I still think she was better off when she thought she wasn't going to live very long. Because, you know, we we all need to realize that. You know, that we need, we spend so much time worrying about life. And, and of course, I'm preaching to myself now. Cliff, you worry about so much about, you know, how you're going to live your life and blah, 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 blah. And what if this? What if that? You just got to live. Start living it. You know, I remember going to a conference a couple years ago. And uh, they had a guy in concert sing that song, uh, Live Like You Were Dying. Yes, Tim and McGraw. I, it was, well, it wasn't Tim McGraw that sang I know, he didn't sing it. the song, but it's his. It was somebody else sang, sang his song at this conference. And it was the I had never heard that song before, and I'll tell you what they had. It, it was just a, a, it was a major emotional experience for me. It's like that's me. I need to live like you know. I I I need to when I'm around my kids. I need to live like that. You know when I'm around my wife. I need to live like that. I need to quit thinking. Oh well, I'll have time for them after this. And that's because I mean, you're not guaranteed time. Nobody's guaranteed. Time. I know, and and you know, and I had been. You know, well, when we save up, when I do this, <clears throat> you know, maybe then I'll I'll pursue my passion. It's like, by golly, I'm I'm gonna pursue my passion now, and now I'm now I'm pursuing my passion. It's like, okay, well, now I have to work at night and I have to do this, and I'm trying to get this all set up. And sometimes I just forget about the fact that, you know, hey, I'm not guaranteed that you know I'll make it until you know I I'm done with this whole ninety day notice. I need to not give up the time that that's valuable. And stuff, and so I, I need to slow down. I need to pace myself. And anyway, I, I I was proud of her, and I was a little bit upset that she was told that she was gonna well, live. And anyway, she needed to know. She's just gonna fall back in that same rut again. I don't think so. I well, maybe not. Maybe it was a wake up call. Maybe. Um. So, what do you think about about the way the episode started with Meredith and Derek? Oh, I'm so done with them. I know you are, but hello, it's Grey's Anatomy. We cannot have the show and not talk about them. So we have to talk about Grey. I'm just kidding. Oh, go pick up your notebook. (laughs) I don't need it. There's nothing else on it. You know you can wrinkle my sheets. You know how I am about wrinkled sheets. It totally fell right side. I mean... It's not wrinkled. It Uh fell flat. Well, they they ruffled in the air. Next time I'll throw it at you. (laughs) Anyway, <laughs> they're so, air ruffled now. <laughs> Didn't you hear them ruffle through the wind when you tossed it? <laughs> I so need a new co-host. One that doesn't like totally irritate me. All right. In a very loving way. Yeah. So anyway, uh, when they're in their bubble of the elevator. <laughs> they're bubbled. The elevator? They're bubble- yeah, the bubble. I got it. Okay. Um, They're like happy-go-lucky. Yeah, because you remember when... Will you stop moving that thing? Will you Um, stop moving your mouth? (laughs) Oh, never mind. Move your mouth, please. Okay. Um... Remember when 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 George and Cal when George and Callie got married, they had the bubble of their hotel room, and while they were in their bubble, everything was fine. Their bubble was a hotel room. Derek and Meredith's bubble happens to be the elevator. And um, when they're in there, everything's fine and everything can work out. But once they step out into the real world, then, you know, things get messy. Why don't they buy themselves an elevator? They should and just like live in it all the time. Yeah. 
He can build her an elevator. There you go. I totally thought that that was a proposal at the end. I I love that. That was so sweet. It was. I mean, that's what makes them McDreamy. Yeah. That is what makes... I I, want to marry you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. I want to have children with you. I want to build you a house. You know? Yeah. I'm still waiting for somebody to tell me they want to build me a house. Our house. (laughs) It's a very, very, very fine anyway, house. I, I'm really excited to see what she has planned. I for built their you wedding. a house. I know, but then you made me another baby and you know, we outgrew it. I'm sorry. Yeah. So um, But I made you a very beautiful little baby. Gosh, I know. She's that gorgeous. kid is so cute. Yes. She is the cutest surprise that could ever show up on anybody. And unfortunately she has a certain mommy. Wrapped all around her finger. Oh, I'm wrapped all over her arm. Forget it. I just, she is. She's my baby. She's you need the last to, you need one, to and I am trying. You I need, am trying to sever the arm, yeah. but I just can't. You need to work on that. Yeah. It's well, it's it's getting ugly. We won't talk about what you need to work on. All right. No, I'm just kidding. I'm I'm, I'm just kidding. I have no I, doubt that there are areas in my life in which I need work. Yes. I'll work on it next year when she goes to preschool. Ah, oh, tomorrow. <laughs> Good idea. But enough till tomorrow. So anyway, um, were we saying something about we were McDreamy? talking about Derek and, and Meredith, and I mean that is why he is McDreamy, and so and I don't think that they will. I don't think that Shonda will write them, um, not ending up together in the end. Because I don't think you could have Grey's Anatomy without having some connection between Derek and Meredith. But um, but I wonder if through the, the course of this season four, that maybe he won't meet someone who is ready. And what if it was Lexi? To, I know. I don't want it to be because she's really immature still. Yeah. But um, 24 years old. 24. 24. And uh, so we know how old Lexi is now. Anyway, um. Don't want to see them not written together, but I think that it would be nice to add someone in to maybe mix nah. it up a little bit. I think they should get married at the end of the season. At the end of the season. Yep. Hmm. I think that I think I, there I, needs I, to be another wedding. That like actually happens? That'd be nice. Yeah. And I think Isaiah Washington should come back and be the best man. Nah. <laughs> no, he's I, I've moved on. I, I don't even miss him. I, you know, I, I don't did in either. the beginning, but I think the show was going fine without it. He was expendable. That's sad. Yeah. I hate shows where people are expendable. Christina Yang, she should go. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to. They need she to needs write to her. Confront in. Preston. I think that there needs to be a confrontation she there. Needs, she needs to go they off need, searching for him. Yeah, they, there needs a to long be time. a confrontation. She needs to meet up with him seasons. and get some stuff off her chest. And Two or three seasons. Well, I'm not saying write her out like Cliff is, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd like to see that confrontation. So the only other thing left to talk about, really, is you notice they threw... There's two things. You notice they threw in... Um, are you ready for me to be done? No. you like totally are holding your hand on the mouse right over top of the music button. I'm ready for you whenever you are. Okay. I'm still listening to you, babe. Um... They totally wrote in the whole Sloan Derek, um, Sloan Derek boyfriend time. Yes, did, did, you saw that. Right? We're gonna get the boyfriend time all the time. So, but I'm saying that it's continual. They're, that's Derek is that's starting. Addison's to, gone. Hold on, but Derek is starting to to Be, confide in in Mark without Mark asking for it. Yes. Now you know what I mean. I yes. think that 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 relationship is 
still healing. And we'll see that um, throughout throughout the season. And then the um, last thing is Richard. Okay. Oh, yeah. The that, that, was a big, that was a big part of the show. and um, I think he did the right thing, and I think I he too. said the right words to his niece. I do, too. And I think I think that Dell Odell. Sh- Odell should have Adele. Adele. What? Well, Odell <laughs> is, is the man's name. Okay, sorry. Adele should have been privy to what he actually did say. Right, and but um, I'm... I'm Sad to announce that I believe that that was a deal breaker for her. Yeah, I think so. Because but he didn't do. She's constantly asking him to do things that are not. She's asking him to be a man that he is not. Yeah. And that's. I mean, I understand that she gave up a lot to be married to him, but um, at the same time, <laughs> you you can't ask a man to give up who he is. No. To love you back. But at the same time, he did make promises to her. That he's not, that he has not kept. I agree with well, you about should, some of the decisions. They should recently. confront the promises. Yes, because now he's made decisions and he's done things that that she's asked, but she's still, I she's think, still is asking too much. She's there are some things that she wants that are just beyond reasonable mm-hmm. expectations. Yeah. I agree, and and he, I think that. As hard as it would have be for me to say if, you know, that was my own child, which Adele very much feels like Camille is her own child, to, to say that, okay, she's an adult. She doesn't want to fight anymore. Who's missing in this episode? I mean, we know Burke's gone. Somebody's missing in this episode. I don't know. I mean, Izzy was there. Meredith was there. Alex was there. George was there. Was somebody missing? I don't think so. Something seemed off tonight. I'm sorry. It's just now hitting me that something seemed different. I don't know. Was somebody missing? I don't don't think so. I don't think so. I think it was... I think everybody was there. Yeah. But um, I thought that it was a great episode. Do you think Addie... I think Addison missing is, is, is bigger than I thought. You think? Yes, because of her and Karev. That's so over. No, no, I'm not talking relationship, but their professional ties to one another. The whole Karev being the OBGYN guy. Yeah. That that was a for me that, that was, was what, a major part. That was a major was. part of who Karev was. Yeah. In my mind, Alex Karev was completely tied to following in the footsteps of Addison. Maybe that's why he's so cranky. It could be, but I'm. I think I think I'm actually missing Addison in this show. Now, of course, if you guys are listening to the Private Practice podcast, you know we that we love that show. You know, we hope she doesn't come back, right? But I really, you, the question that you t- we're talking about expendability. That's a hot ensemble, totally it is. beautiful people. On yeah, that go show. listen to our last episode. You'll hear. <clears throat> totally beautiful people on that show. But what I'm saying is, I think that I think Addison's character was not expendable. You think? Yeah, I. Well, it's it's just now starting to. But I, no, I feel like we're missing really, something no, th- with her. Maybe maybe um, Alex needs a new mentor, but I don't think that they could have done anything else with Addison on Grey's Anatomy because Derek had moved on. She had moved on from Mark. I, I don't know that there was really anything else that they could do there and. You see so much of what's going to happen with her character on private practice. So, 
Yeah. I, I, I don't miss her on this show. Okay, then, okay. I... I still miss her on this show, but I'm glad she's. I'm glad she is where she is because I totally love that show. It's it's it's. I actually enjoy it more than than Grey's. Right. Um. But could it? Because there's some other things that are just seem. I, I'm used to Bailey being in charge. That's. I think that has a lot to do with it. Is that what it is? I think so because Callie being Callie's in charge going through is, so much emotional things right now that nobody's really in charge. Yeah. I think that that is that nobody is really in charge. It, it's a, it's like a madhouse there. And and Bailey's not I mean what what good is Bailey if she's just somebody in the there? Clinic. Right. You know that's ridiculous. Her Bailey can't be just the she can't be number 2. No. She I, I'll tell you what. I petition right now. We we need to make Bailey number 1 and they need to do it within the next 3 episodes. I I think that they have to do that. I, okay. Maybe that's what's missing. Maybe. Because I'm sick of Bailey coming in with their little, you know, four minute di- two or sorry two minute dialogue, right? Of or monologue of how she's, you know, whipping people into shape, but yet she's not allowed to do that because she's really not the one in charge to do that. that that's getting old for me. I want her to be in charge, and I want her to be the Nazi again. I want her to be. I want her to get these interns in shape. I want her to get her. These attendings, residents, residents, whatever the, those people are, I want, I want this to happen. I want, I want, I want Bailey back. I, I agree. I want more Bailey. Um, so, but overall, yeah. I think that was a great episode. It was a good episode. I Do enjoyed you know what it. Next week I is? had fun. What next week is a Halloween episode? Is it really? Yeah. So it oh, should have all be... kinds of cool Can- blood and gore and stuff. Candy with razor blades in it and all that good jazz. <laughs> Anyway, thank you everybody for joining <coughs> excuse me, joining us live here on talkshoe.com as we record this uh, right after the episode live on the internet. And uh, for those of you who are listening and subscribe to our podcast, we thank you for that. You can find this and all of our shows over at gspn.tv. And uh, I am Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm very tired now. And we'll be back <laughs> soonish. internet talk show check it out at talkshoe.com